And welcome back to another edition of the Two Minute Warning Show. This episode, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be uh, probably one of my quicker ones, but it's mostly going to be a hot take today on the NFL trade deadline and how terrible it was. And then we're going to this week's uh, games. So, really, just to jump right into it, what a terrible trade deadline. Disappointing, right? I thought there was going to be at least one, maybe two, maybe even three big trades. No, complete crap. Like, seriously, I'll run through a couple of them real quick. Uh, I think it all started when we had Tampa Bay here uh, acquiring Steve McLaren from the Jets. Uh, Steve McLaren to the Jets for and a 2023 seventh round pick. Jets get a 2022 sixth round pick. Boring. Then we get uh, what we get. Jordan Willis acquired from the Jets. 49ers edge Jordan Willis. 2021 seventh round pick to the Jets. Uh, and the Jets are they? Excuse me. Jordan Willis goes to the San Francisco 49ers and a 2021 seventh round pick, and the Jets get a 2022 sixth round pick. All, who the heck is Jordan Willis? Just to start that off. Then probably one of the bigger ones we had earlier on was Ngak Ngakwe. From Minnesota, goes to the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens get a third, 2021 third-round pick and 2022 fifth-round pick. That was probably one of the better, more crazier, well-known picks, but, like, just shocking for a guy who was, like, the hottest, like, uh, trade acquired before the season. Then uh, New York Giants trade away edge rusher Marcus Golden to the Cardinals, get a 2021 sixth-round pick. Also boring. Uh, another shocking one, Everson Griffin. Uh, from Dallas gets traded to Detroit. Dallas gets a 2021 six-round pick. Shocking that they got rid of him, but I guess if you're happy to get out of that defense, though. Sheesh. Uh, then complaining about the team they wanted to get out. Carlos Dunlap goes to the Seahawks. And Cincinnati Moses get offensive lineman B.J. Finney at a 2021 seventh-round pick. He was happier than hell. Another guy who was happier than hell to leave the team. It was really the start of the trade of right the night before. Uh, Avery Williamson from the Jets goes to... And a 2022 seventh round pick go to Pittsburgh. Jets get a 2022 fifth round pick. That man was happier than hell. You saw his picture. He was ready to get the hell out of there. Then the day of the trade deadline, this is all that happened. Uh, Desmond King from the Los Angeles Chargers leaves and goes to the Titans. Titans get a 2021 sixth round pick. So far, like, all right, decent trade. Good for the uh, Titans because they they need another corner because they uh, after the trade deadline they release Jonathan Joseph. So they get a younger corner. Uh, then this was like a little bit of a linebacker swap. Quan Alexander goes to the Saints. Kiko Alonso goes to the 49ers. And they also get a 2022 fifth round pick. More just a typical linebacker swap. I think it's better for the Saints to get a younger linebacker. Kiko Alonso is pretty much done. Then we go uh, division in-house. Uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Ford from the Dolphins goes to the Patriots. And the Dolphins get a 2022 seventh round pick. Okay, like who cares? Is a bottom tier uh, guy anyway at the uh, wide receiver position. And then, like, this was the last one of the day. DeAndre Washington uh, goes to the Dolphins, and they get a 2021 seventh-round pick. And Kansas City gets a uh, 2021 sixth-round pick. And that was it. No uh, big Will Fuller to the Packers trade. Uh, I'm trying to think of other big trades. No, like, uh, Ryan Kerrigan moving anywhere. No, like, J.J. Watt moving anywhere. Um... I'm just trying to think of other crazy... No Golden Tate from the Giants moving anywhere. Or Kevin Zettler. No Adam Thielen trade. No, like, 
uh, Julio Jones or, or Matt Ryan trade. Like, nothing huge like that. There was zero big-name players. And it's like, the NFL just foisting us on that one. I'm really mad at the NFL. They hyped it up all week and all these big trades and all these guys wanted to leave their teams and go somewhere else. Even like John Ross, who's been bitching since day one that he wanted to get out of there. They didn't even move his ass out. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing? Like, I couldn't believe all day I'm looking at my phone. I'm like saying, huh, no buzzes at all with NFL news all day. And I'm like, how the hell did not see? I thought my phone was broken out and I was missing. I'm like, there's no way I missed any big trades. I'm looking at my phone, and all day, nothing. It's like the NFL, what the hell was the problem? Why couldn't you, why Why weren't guys getting moved? I know like some years this happens, but at least like a couple decent names get out there. Not a single one. Very, very disappointing. And then there's just like, a, as soon as the trade line was over, a bunch of different guys got released. Like Dante Pettis from the 49ers got released. He just got picked up by the Giants today. And then, uh, like I said earlier, Jonathan Joseph got released, uh, like, just, like, another bunch of, like, no-namers really got released in the NFL, and Fuller was pissed, Will Fuller was really mad he didn't get, uh, traded, he really wanted, seemed like he wanted to go to the Packers, Vic Beasley was released, Ted Ginn was released, like, and then, like, uh, no, no Stephon Gilmore trade, too, I guess no one was willing to throw a first-round pick for the number one corner in the NFL, but it was, like, very disappointing, man. They put all this hype up for all these guys. Like, all these guys. And all week. Quinn Williams, another guy in the Jets who's been having a good year. Uh, who's getting hyped up as a possible trade move. Like, all these crazy guys are on the trade block and nothing happened. I mean, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I, I, I'm just really mad. I really thought it was gonna be a, a decent trade deadline this year. Something cool. Switch it up, you know, then... You know, to make teams that are more contenders uh, get a better chance of the playoffs. And then teams that are not contenders at least get them good high draft picks to be better going forward. And we got nothing. Absolute trash. Very disappointed at the NFL and all these teams and their owners and their general managers who couldn't, you know, pull the trigger on a lot of these moves. I just don't know what the problem was. Couldn't put A and B together, and they didn't, and they wanted C, D, and F, but we'll only give you A, B, and C. It's like, come on, guys, make a move, grow some balls. Just very disappointing. It's really my hot take for today. Just terrible, fucking god awful. And I normally don't curse a lot on this show, but I, I got to do it today. I'm just so mad. Just woke up that next morning and just saw that like nothing big happened at all, and it's. You gotta have some big trades. It makes the second half of the season more exciting when you see a guy who was on a really good player on a crappy team, then goes to a contending team, and then makes that team even better. Or even if you're you lose that guy who was good on your team and your team was crap, but you get like a second or first round pick out of it, and you're like, wow, that's great. That'll help us in the future going forward. We'll get a nice draft pick out of it, and maybe even opens up some cap room and say, hey, maybe we can get a free agent, a good free agent player coming next year. Now we got some money on the way and some space open. But no, absolute trash this year. So I hope now. Maybe some of these guys, if their contracts are up, I don't know. Maybe we'll see some off-season trades, maybe? Or, if not, maybe some of them that are in their last year deals go free agent now. And it'll be a bigger free agency. But, just absolute trash for the NFL, man. Just Roger Goodell clown-nosing it. Like, come on, guys. Make the NFL great again here. Make it more exciting when these things come up. 
you know, don't give us these rumors all day and these trade blocks and these dumb, just foolish, 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 foolish on all of you, all of you, the entire NFL, every single NFL team. No one, no team is safe in this conversation. You all blew it, and a lot of teams, especially like anyone in the NFC East or any of these top ranking contending teams this year, they needed players and they just did not care. Uh, just just a disgrace. Disgrace by all of you. But we move forward from here. And really the big news so far coming this week, I know the 49ers had to shut down because of COVID. They have a game tomorrow in San Francisco, and that's where we're going to get started. The Thursday game. Big COVID problems on both sides of the ball here. So far, non-COVID related, Aaron Jones, still a calf injury, calf ankle area. Doesn't look like he's going to play. And if he does play, that's good news for Green Bay. But here's the bad news if he doesn't play. Three of their backup running backs are all hurt. A.J. Dillon, or excuse me, not hurt, COVID. This is where COVID comes into play. A.J. Dillon, COVID. Uh, Jamal Williams, COVID. Uh, I'm trying to think of the third stringer real quick. Hold on, let me just look that up for you all right now. Because Isn't that crazy? Even the third stringer is on the COVID list. So you got Aaron Jones, possible calf. Jamal Williams, COVID. A.J. Dillon, COVID. And come on, pull me up here. Give me a win here, baby. It is a drum roll, please. Uh, oh, they don't even have it listed on here. But they, they had another guy on here who also has COVID. And, yeah, basically, long story short, that third stringer, I can't get his name right now. So I apologize for uh, the long pause there. But he also has COVID. Okay, so now they're down to uh, practice squad guy, Dexter Williams. And... Uh, I'm just terrible with the names today. I apologize once again. Just pulling it up real quick for uh, my phone dies of battery. And now I will get you this name for the next guy. It is uh, Tyler Irving are the only two guys left. And they, Tyler Irving was basically the four string back. And Dexter Williams was the practice squad guy. So that's who they're down to. They're possibly down four running backs tomorrow. It looks to be Tyler Irving. To be a little bit of the front runner because he's already played a couple games this year more on special teams, and uh, he's play, he's had some snaps before. So he looks like to be the they're both going to him and Dexter Williams are both going to be splitting snaps, but Irving they said a little bit more of an advantage because uh, he is uh, better at the ca- pass catching. So look for that. You know Aaron Rodgers loves his running backs that can catch the ball. You see it with uh, Jones, you see it with Williams. So look for him to have a slight advantage tomorrow if you're looking for fantasy. I know I am. I picked both of them up just to be safe and kind of block others out of my league because I need a good flex and it's just something to go for. But that's the big news there with the Packers on that side of the ball with the COVID. Then the 49ers not only had the problem with COVID as they had to shut down operations today. Somebody came down with COVID today. So they had to shut down the facility today. So who knows if the game is a little bit in jeopardy tomorrow. Haven't heard much after that. But the other big problem is... Uh, Jimmy G, out for a while, uh, I think he injured, he did injure himself in the game last week, I think it was high ankle sprain, and then finally, uh, George Kittle, probably out for the season, I think he had a, a sprained bone or something in his foot, 
And uh, I think it was like eight weeks, but like basically that eight weeks will pretty much round them out for the end of the season. And they don't look like they're really going to be much contenders anyway going forward now, especially with those last two injuries and the previous injuries they got before. So that might have just knocked them out. So it's just a Thursday game completely up in the air, hoping to get played because I do like Green Bay. I like seeing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers go out there and play. And the 49ers have been pretty competitive lately, even with all these injuries. So who knows? Maybe Nick Mullins, if this game does get played, he comes in and uh, he played very well. You know, coming in last week. So maybe we'll see if he can do it again. And uh, we'll have to see just going forward. Jordan Reed, I know, is coming off the IR still. So they're hoping he might play this week uh, tomorrow. But I don't think he will. I think he'd be more likely for possibly returning next week as a starting tight end. So we'll have to keep an eye on that as well. Going forward, though. 1 o'clock games. Denver at Atlanta. Really just Denver coming off a big last-second win with like six seconds left. Typical Chargers, man, not holding the lead. Atlanta coming off another win, though, uh, against the uh, Carolina Panthers last week on Thursday Night Football. So look for this one to be just uh, two teams just battling it out. Really no playoff contention for either team. Just trying to get, you know, bragging rights in this one and to see which team can just get a W here and make their record look a little bit better. So going forward, if I had to pick, I mean, I'd probably say Atlanta. Atlanta's been a little hot lately with the the offense. And just Matt Ryan, Julio. Julio's been, since really coming back off his injury, has been very hot lately. So look for that to continue going forward. I know Calvin really got injured last week. I think he's still going to play tomorrow, though. I'm not really, didn't really look that one up. But he is questionable, I believe, last time I checked. But I think he might be able to play. If not, you know, you still have Julio. And, you know, guys going forward, so they should be fine. I'm not really too worried about that. But I say Atlanta gives the advantage in that one. Uh, Seattle at Buffalo is a pretty interesting game. I like that one. Uh, Seattle still with the one loss. Buffalo coming off a... Once again, Buffalo, man. Strug City last week. I believe they played... Uh, hold on, let me just pull that last game up. Yeah, they played New England and just, just, just squeaked one out. That last minute when Cam Newton fumbled the ball there really is what saved them. 24-21, really just another game where the offense just looked like it struggled again. I don't know what's going on. Buffalo's just, the, the fire's just slowly burning away there. Kind of weird. And uh, now they have a tougher matchup against uh, the Seahawks for their defense. But Buffalo still if their offense can just wake up now, they could have a... Uh, a big, a big week this week because Seattle's defense is still terrible. And a lot of teams score points on them. So this one can go either way. It all depends on if Buffalo... I really think it. both offenses are going to do good here. It really just depends if Buffalo's defense shows up. If Buffalo's defense can show up and find a way to stop Russell Wilson, then all they have to do is just figure it out on offense and they're good to go. I'm still going to be a little more in favor of Seattle, but it isn't Buffalo and... I don't talk home field advantage, but it's still the weather could be an issue. So maybe the cold in Buffalo makes a difference. But I'm still going to go Seattle with this one. Chicago at Tennessee. Uh, Chicago, I've always said all year, has kind of been like shocking that they even had the record they have. And a little bit of an overrated team for me. So I'm still going to go high, sell high here on Tennessee. You know, I like the Titans a lot this year. And uh, Mike Vrabel and them, I think it will find a way. I think uh, this could be probably the final game of Nick Foles. Uh, they wouldn't be surprising if even halfway through the game, they go back to uh, Mitch Trubisky on that one. Uh, 
Uh, Baltimore and Indianapolis. Baltimore, tough loss last week, man. I, I've said it to everyone I've talked about this game. I thought Lamar Jackson was very selfish in that last game, man. He ran the ball way too much, and he was forcing way too many passes last week. And I think that was just a selfish move by him to t- take off at the end there on, like, fourth and six, whatever it was. I thought he should have just had more time to throw it, but he didn't. So we'll have to see if he can really just step it up this week against a, a tough Indianapolis team. Indianapolis has been uh, very good this year. You know, a lot of young guys on that team with a veteran quarterback. Uh, so look for this one to be a competitive game. And I... I, I, I go Baltimore in this one, but like I said, Indianapolis can make this very competitive. So don't count them out just yet. Uh, Carolina at Kansas City, going to be a tough one. Even with Christian McCaffrey possibly making his return, Christian CMC McCaffrey is coming back hopefully this week. And if he does, it's a good time for him to come back because they're playing Kansas City, who is just rolling through teams right now. I, still, I think it's going to be a Kansas City win. Carolina is going to have a tough time on defense and maybe even offense here. But maybe with Christian McCaffrey makes a difference. So we'll just hope for a fun game in that one. Uh, but like I said, don't count out Carolina just yet, too. I've said in weeks past their offense has shown some signs of being very good in some games. Defense still a little lackluster, though. Uh, Detroit is another one. COVID, has, COVID strikes again, man. Detroit just announced today that Matt Stafford is on the COVID list. So now this pretty much... Has them out for this game. Uh, Kenny Galladay also with an injury. Probably not playing this game. So it was like if things can't get any worse for Detroit. It's going to have to come for the defense. To try to get the W in that one. When they play Minnesota. So I'm going to go Minnesota. And the, <laughs> the defense better hope. They don't let Dalvin Cook score four touchdowns. Again like he did the week before. So look out for Cook to just have another big game in this one. Uh, battle of the toilet bowl here. Giants who just can't put a game away to save their life. Go up against Washington. And uh, I just, I'm done with my Giants. I, I, I say Washington wins this one. Their def, their defensive line is one of the toughest defensive lines. In the, not even just the defensive line. Their defense at all has been very good. It's just the offense is terrible. And coming off a bye, they're going to be freshly, uh, you know, well-rested here. So I think that gives them a little more advantage coming into this one. Especially Antonio Gibson, I think, might get more touches coming off his best game of the season uh, two weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, Washington, I think, who, whoever the quarterback is. Another one who didn't get traded, too. They said was going to get traded all season. Dwayne Haskins is still sitting there. My God, going back to that rant earlier, I'm sorry, but he's not a single trade. But I wouldn't want to trade for him anyway because he's trash. So it doesn't surprise That one didn't shock me that he didn't go anywhere. But I go Washington over the Giants in that one. Uh, then you go to uh, Jacksonville, another big injury, Gardner Mishu. Uh, I think it was like ligaments in his hand or something that he's hurt. So he's not playing this week. Uh, it's like Mike Glennon or some other guy I never heard of. Some rookie I never heard of are going at it. Probably be Mike Glennon be the starter for that game. And they go up against Houston. I think Houston gets a W in that one. Because even with Mishu, the Jacksonville Jaguars still haven't been that good. So I think Houston comes off a nice W there. Uh, Vegas Raiders definitely going to get a W here against the Chargers. Chargers can't, no matter what, even if they have the win, can't hold a win to save their life. They just got traded away one of their corners. Uh, and I think it just Vegas is going to roll through them here. The Vegas Raiders are going to just roll right through LA Chargers. I don't see Chargers doing well in this one at all. Uh, Pittsburgh, undefeated Pittsburgh goes up against Dallas. 
going to be a very tough game. Uh, ben DiNucci, who was the starter last week for Dallas, not going to start this week. I think Cooper. it's either going to be Cooper Rush or that other quarterback who I think is terrible. I forget his name. Some with a G. He's just not good. Either way, it's one of those another backup quarterback situation before they go on their bye. And it's going to be another tough game for Dallas. I think Pittsburgh just rolls right through him on this one as well. Uh, and then Dallas goes on a bye. Then hopefully we, Andy Dalton will be able to uh, make his return the week after their bye. So we'll have to see there. And he's another one who I think he just went on the COVID list too. So actually he might not even make it back the after their bye. So we'll have to see. Miami Dolphins, Tua coming off his first win. Congratulations, man. A little disappointing, though, because it was mostly just defense in that game, doing all the work, so we didn't really see Tua do much at all. I really wanted to see a game where Tua has the ball out so he can prove us doubters, and I'm still waiting to be proved here if he can be that good. I still think it should. this should still be Fitzpatrick's team. Really mad that they benched that man like that. He deserves better, much better than that, being one of the more well-respected quarterbacks in the league. And they just bench him like that for no reason. Just terrible. But uh, going up against Arizona, going to be definitely a hard game here going for Tua. But we'll see if he can pull it out. Maybe this is the game we've been waiting for to see uh, Tua uh, take out doubters like me. We'll have to see. And then the night game, which is the game we're all excited to see. The rematch, New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Last time this game happened, New Orleans beat up on Tampa Bay, making Tom Brady look like a fool. Now... Tom Brady and the Bucks have been on a roll, and let's see if they can build that momentum and come back. That's my big game of the week right here to watch, and I'm going with Tampa Bay to come back and get the W here. New Orleans, with or without Mike Thomas, yes, they've been winning. It's been the Alvin Kamara show, but Drew Brees, I don't think it's the same Drew Brees anymore, and I think Tom Brady, who's been very good so far moving into the second half of the year, runner-up right now for MVP, is definitely going to get his revenge game right here. So look for that to be the game of the week right there. And then a boring Monday night game, really. It's New England versus the Jets. Back in the day, this has always been a fun rivalry game to watch. But now, with both teams struggling, kind of a bit of a snooze. Jets have a very good opportunity, though, with a struggling uh, New England team to finally get their first win of the season. So you do can put money on this one if you're a Jets fan. You have a shot here, but it's going to be a tough one. I think for an upset game, though, I like this one. I'm going Jets. I think they got a shot. I'll go J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets against another struggling New England team. And we'll have to see what happens from there. And our bye teams this week, no Cincinnati, so no Joe Burrow this week. Sorry, guys. Love Joe Burrow. New Tiger King. No him this week. No T. Higgs. We'll have to wait another week for that. Cleveland, no Baker Mayfield. We're going to have to wait another week for that. Los Angeles Rams, another team. We'll have to wait for it. And the Philadelphia Eagles, another team we're going to have to wait for. It. So that's basically it for this week. I like my little hot take. You know, trade deadline, absolute crap. Disappointing. NFL, you blew another possible just spectacular thing we could have saw with all these trades. And you just blew it and made us look like idiots sitting there all day on our phones waiting for something big to happen. And nothing happened. And it's going to be, I think, not a crazy week. I think it's going to be a mediocre week. Uh, week 9. I'm not really sold on a lot of these matchups. There's more blowouts than anything. And a lot of crappy teams playing each other. And like I said, I'm hoping that Green Bay game can still be played. Even with all the COVID problems that are happening. So, we'll have to see. Otherwise, 
hopefully if everything goes well, at least we'll get a good Sunday night football game. So definitely look forward for Sunday night football and going from there. But other than that, you know, we'll see. Some games surprise you. Like, I've, I've said some games were not going to be good and they end up turning out really good. So we'll just have to see. Just tune in. Watch some football, man. I mean, come on. Football's football. Who doesn't like to watch football? Great time. Stay indoors. Be with your friends. Be with your family. Drink some ice cold beer. Get some good munchies. And just enjoy the games, man. That's what we're here for. We're here to talk football. We're here to enjoy it. It's good content, man. Good content. All right, even some college football this weekend. Uh, recommended game, uh, Notre Dame Clemson. I know even though Trevor Lawrence isn't gonna play, that backup quarterback. Uh, I can't really pronounce his name. Uh, but he's he looks really good. I think he's gonna be the starter probably going forward once Lawrence does declare from the NFL. So that kid still makes a good game for Clemson. So look for if you're looking for a college game this weekend, Notre Dame Clemson, number one Clemson versus number four Notre Dame. Definitely a game to watch for Saturday night. I know I'll be watching, so go Irish. Other than that, that's going to do it for this edition of the 2-Minute Warning Show. Thanks for listening again. Hit me up on my Instagram, Caputo29. And, uh, you know, give me some feedback. What do you think of the show? you think uh, anything you want to hear or have me do? We'll go from there and make the show a little better, you know what I'm saying? Other than that, be safe. Have a good weekend, and uh, let's watch some football, all right? See you all next week, same time, same place. Enjoy.